0: yeah. okay folks back here with uh the lovely sarah irkman ward hello sarah hello i have three names yeah it's you were sarah irkman <laughs> for a long time
1: long time right
0: so but you were married and then eventually you just so added-
1: yes i decided after 13 years of marriage to add the married name really yeah It just wore me down. I was like, I felt like I was living two lives.
0: Has that ever happened? I've never heard of somebody adding the name later, much later.
1: And let me tell you, I would not recommend it because it's really tough. So I should have bit the bullet. When I got married and just changed it Sarah Ward yeah but I I like the Erkman because it's distinctive and I thought Sarah Ward just sounded like way too generic and... I still
0: see you as Sarah Erkman but I know it's Sarah Erkman Ward
1: right but I but I have a th- um, it's like a Seinfeld episode I have a three name like right it's like ridiculous but whatever it's is that, is
0: that caused did you have to do the social security and oh all my
1: that? god so you would think that our nation would be used to people changing their names like shocker people get married and change their names it was such a hassle I mean, all the things... I've had friends
0: who've got married and then got divorced and they tell the stories of like... All Of the credit card and social security and all the bills, it's and...
1: crazy. It's like you would think this is not something that would be difficult, and it everything has to be done in person, which I guess maybe is like maybe fraud prevention or something. So maybe there's otherwise, some I'm logic...
0: gonna be Sarah War and then I'm gonna, I'm gonna right. go spend some money,
1: right? Yeah, they're... yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I have three kids, they cash in.
0: <laughs> uh, so um. we're here. It's uh, it's freezing outside, it's cold. It's, I love it. You like lo- you see, I was saying you, you, you were saying you love it. I don't. I don't mind like 10 15, but this minus 5 minus 10 stuff. Yeah,
1: is, I guess that's true. It is beautiful with all the frost, and I am just so over these like pseudo Seattle winters. Like that's where true. is it freezing rain or is it ice? Is remember, it snow or or what's the word the term wintry mix? Yeah, wintry mix. Be yeah. like, which, which is what does that mean? We
0: hear that like I grew up in New Mexico and that was a, you know, wintry mix, right. right? But here remember like 5 years ago, I guess, or that first weird winter where it didn't snow until December.
1: Uh, I mean, I've kind of lost track. It was that
0: one where it was really weird. It didn't snow until... And, and then there was a few where it was just, like, not Then cold. there was the
1: year, because I remember, because Mayor Dan was running for re-election, when it snowed a crap ton, like, broke records like crazy. And that was in 2012. Was that, was that the April or May? It it went all all winter long. There, like, there,
0: there was one year, maybe it was before that, where... There was a huge snowstorm oh, no, at the that, end of April. Yes, and it was so much, but nobody—they didn't plow it. It was St. Patrick's was, Day. It was already like warm, kind of. So they right. were like, well, "We'll just leave it."
1: No, it was like, and trying to drive around town was like driving through downtown Beirut.
0: Like the road conditions were so like, horrible, like eighteen inches. Yeah, really I remember crazy.
1: that. I remember exactly where I was. And you know what's funny? Nine months later, the birth rate had a spike.
0: That's like in the uh, the blackout in New York.
1: Right. Exactly. You know? like,
0: like, well, well, we're stuck here. What, what do a, you want to do? What do we? What do we do? <laughs> well, I have an idea. Right. Um, so let's talk about first. Uh, we were talking before the podcast. You you are you cannot say you're like Tim Sullivan, who I did a podcast with. He's not born and raised Alaska.
1: I know it's so irritating. He moved
0: here. He was born I think Portland or something. He moved here when he was like a baby, like a week right. old. But he's but not it wasn't born, born and raised.
1: He wasn't born in Providence, so it doesn't count. Why, right?
0: why, why is it that we're the only state? No one says born and raised in New York or born and raised New Mexico. Born and raised. Mm-hmm. You know, Floridian Nobody says that
1: I know, it's bizarre I don't get it But yet, I will totally use it To my advantage Because I'm always like I'm a lifelong Alaskan Which is true
0: See, yeah. you're you're. i uh... I'm like
1: right on So, my parents were in St. Louis, Missouri And my dad joined the Coast Guard Which is Just still strikes me as odd From but Missouri From Missouri Which is like, obviously As literally as far Into the middle of the country As you can get
0: Not a lot of coast there. Yeah,
1: so he joined And they had an overseas requirement Then you had to do Two years overseas And the choice was To go two years Somewhere in Asia Or two years In back then Kodia counted so my dad and mom decided um my dad's a big outdoorsman he was like oh god kodiak alaska is like nirvana of outdoor hunting and fishing and all that so they moved to kodiak when my i have a twin sister did you know i have a twin sister you know i did know that yeah i think
0: she up here no yeah she's the nurse
1: at uh south I. i
0: saw her where did i see her at? i saw her once where was that? It was years ago. She I comes was, out
1: with me every now and then to maybe be my was plus one. Yeah, it's usually a plus one. Like
0: I, I remember being, I didn't know you had a twin at the time and I was like, oh my God.
1: I know. And she's so awesome. She's such a better, she's the better twin for sure. Her name's Susie. So hence, well, like, like little, hence little, little Susie over have, here in the corner. We have Susie, the daughter over the here. The daughter over Hi, here. Susie. Yeah. She's on the phone. Yeah. But um, anyway, so my twin and I were three months old and we moved to Kodiak. But so I can't say, I was born in St. Louis, so I don't get to say born in- Tim Sullivan, same thing. Yep. I don't remember anything before life in Alaska, but anyway. But And I just feel like, honestly,
0: it's not –
1: I can't pull we're, it off.
0: We're very – yeah, you said provincial. It's very yes. true. It's like – it's this weird thing. I mean, I mean, you could you could be 90 years old and live your – you know, right. not, you move here when you were three, and you're not born and raised.
1: And, and you know what the other thing about us being provincial here, too? Because I've dealt – I've worked on a lot of campaigns where we've um, had like national-level strategists who weigh in, and they are always – like um what's the word not confused but like amazed by alaskans and their whole focus on alaska hire mm-hmm. which i thought i th- which i love right like who i get it as an alaskan sure like we should always hire alaskans for anything that we can but apparently that's like not a thing in other states and i guess it's a
0: no it's born not. out of
1: necessity right like you live in portland but you drive across the bridge to vancouver washington who cares it's well i think all- you know
0: the pipeline was a big you know money Right. A lot of money came in. A lot of folks sure. who had been here for a long They felt like you know, they had the provisions, but there was also a lot of corruption back then. I mean, people oh, right. would would come up here and there'd be the issue of the local hire deal, so they would just pay the foreman a couple checks or whatever to get put, hired. I mean, it was crazy back then.
1: Right. Well, but I don't know any of the details other than uh, it sounded like a wild ride. I mean, you look at the video of like 4th Avenue downtown and here in Anchorage and just the amount of money that was moving If I through. was if
0: I was me right now Jeff Lanfield, right now but it was 1973, I read my I've done a few podcasts with my Gordon he Oh um, the
1: Coots guy Ch-Coutes yeah. he so he,
0: he kind of got he was doing stuff before that but they opened Coots, right they were doing the birdhouse um by Gerwood oh the but then they opened Coots. <laughs> the Coutes. real one Yeah they br- they brought it over but they were did Coots in in the pipeline boom and he's got like the stories are crazy I Crazy feel like, you
1: know and I feel like I missed it like
0: oh, yeah, I'm an did. old
1: soul I'm like oh, that would have been really fun to like have all that imagine all the opportunity and entrepreneurism that came out of that it's like like the gold rush right like Like, how are we going to make money how are we going to we have all this money not just private citizens which is awesome but like the government too like wow look we got all this revenue what are we going to do they they,
0: they say that I read this book um, Extreme Conditions by this guy John Strohmeyer he was Mm -hmm. a Guy up here in the 90s was like a Pulitzer Prize winner. He was at UA. He wrote a book about history of oil in Alaska. And they said at one point the budget of the North Slope Borough was more than the city of Chicago. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I believe
1: it. Right, exactly. So, so
0: how would you get – so you were working for Mayor Dan. Right? Well, were you doing so, politics before that?
1: No, that was my first foray, really, because I had worked in – my first job out of college was at Channel 2 News. So I did a th- oh stint God. in media. Right. What, what year was that? 98.
0: Oh, was that Dan Fagan? Was he there? Oh, my God,
1: yes. That's why I've been friends with Dan forever.
0: So you probably know Scott uh, Jensen. Oh, Nobody my gosh, Scott yes. Yeah. Yes, that whole
1: crew. Carolyn and all that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Curtis Curtis Smith, who's now gone. He's in um, in uh, Virginia. I think... For, anyway, he's down in the lower 48. Um, Julie Haskett, Tim yeah, Holston, yeah. um well all uh, still the John was, Tracy, still there. John was, he, Tracy yeah. was the news director it was kind of the you know Jackie Purcell obviously she's still there but it was something because i had grown up here and yeah, so that's that's old school it is old school. The old school crew and it was and we still did all everything was on beta tapes you know like I was my first job was pretty much a glorified tape runner so I would encourage is a nice way of saying like browbeat reporters to get their sto- their scripts in so that the photographers could edit the the video what'd you
0: call it what kind uh, of tape uh, a beta. What's a beta? Like
1: a VHS slash beta. I'm an
0: alpha, so I don't know what a beta is. So back in the
1: day when home video came out, it was which one's going to survive, VHS or the beta? Do you remember that? Anyway, I remember a, VHS tapes when I was well. A, beta they beat beta, but beta was still used in professional situations. So if you hired a videographer or you did news, it was all in beta. I, I, that's all I know. I can't tell you why, other than it was superior technology. I guess VHS had better like marketing and all that so anyway remember
0: those uh kind of similar remember those mini mini discs or something for a while that was a thing no Those mini cd for and then they had the laser discs
1: yeah i remember that
0: yeah, those and then there was either.
1: blu-ray and all that right and, there, was those, um, there
0: was those minis remember that was for a, for a minute it was supposed to be the thing but was it like
1: a cd-rom type thing? it was
0: like a mini cd uh, but it never no, ca- it 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 caught bit, on right i don't even know beta, beta, I mean, beta. beta. That yeah is. b-e-t-a
1: and um, so the photographers would edit their story and then I'd get – I had headphones where the producers in the back would be like, that story's airing in five minutes. And I would have to like grab the tape from the photographer and like hu- hustle it down the hall, like physically take it and then put it in a tape deck, which it, now they just upload everything, right? It's all huh. digital. But I was – that was my first job was a – person who ran up and down the hallway yelling at reporters and which was so intimidating to me as a 22-year-old, you know, who knows nothing going up to these reporters I've been watching on TV my whole life and being like, "Excuse me, John Tracy, I need your script." And you need to give it to me now because it's late and I'm being yelled at and it was very stressful, but it was also very fun.
0: How long did you work there for? Like a year and a
1: half. Nobody lasts very long in in news, in my-
0: especially now. Yeah.
1: <laughs> right. It was. It. I was living with my parents at the time, so it wasn't a big deal. But had I not, I would have been destitute i mean it was it's a, mm-hmm. it's a very low paying job but great experience um and then i went to public relations at the agency that my f- business partner jennifer thompson has since purchased back then it was oh, called
0: thompson and company yeah so
1: thompson and company used to be bernholds and graham and um i don't know x amount of years later jennifer bought it and changed the name but we met at that agency and i worked in the agency for a while and um
0: sounds like the cia Right, I, worked at the, I, worked at, I worked at the agency. That
1: sounds. You know what? That sounds way cooler. Are you a spy? Yeah, I, well, I wouldn't be a very good one. <laughs> Look at me on Facebook. Oh my gosh! Um, but uh, so then I took a break and sold pharmaceuticals because I wanted to kind of just do something. Oh, like like
0: good. that movie um, with Jake Gyllenhaal?
1: Yeah, I think I, I haven't seen it, but I heard about L- it.
0: Love and other drugs. I believe it's right. Anne Hathaway.
1: Uh, well, I haven't seen it, but I was a literally like a you like a traveling salesperson, and you sell, and I sold insulin for diabetes. Did you did,
0: did you, did you, were you part of the deal where like in that, it's in that movie, but also like there's like leaked, leak tapes of these like pharmaceutical convention, like parties where they're like getting pumped up and like money and they're like, like I mean, crazy. We had, like, we had like,
1: conventions like, and stuff, but it was more like just standard fair. I've seen these videos on, guys. Where you like, you can yeah, do go. it. And then they have
0: like famous people and there's like,
1: like, well, I did get to go to a Gretchen Wilson concert in Vegas. She was, she was that country chick who did that here for the party. Remember oh, that yeah. One? yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she was a big deal at the time. Um, but it was a great job. So it was a French pharmaceutical company. So I had we had all French benefits. So like I had both of my or both. I have three kids. <laughs> my first two. I had while I was working for Pharma, and We got like four months off just in leave before you ever mm-hmm. took a vacation. It's good. Day. Yeah, a lot of right. countries
0: in Europe and oh, I was in Australia for a year. You know they have like very generous. You get like a year off and. Um, they have to hold your job, and they pay right. you. It's like a minimum wage, you know, a little bit, but it's it's really great for right. Fam- you know, m- moms and dads can take time off, and yeah, not have to like some people have a kid and they're back to work like, like six you know, months later. later I don't even
1: know how that works, but um, and they pay for your car and your gas and all that stuff. But it was also, in my opinion, it was very boring, and I was out of my skull board and uh i maintained relationships with my former boss at the agency and she got put on to mayor dan's transition team right after he got elected in 2009
0: right yeah i guess and um so were you were you like going were you like hitting doctor's doors and being like hi you need to buy insulin hey i'm sarah hey yeah
1: i let you go in and tell them why they should use your product over the other one right Wow, you did that! Yeah, I'm a. Go-
0: That's hustling. It is a hustle. That's great hustling. It is.
1: It's sales. Everything I've. Everything in this realm that you and I are in, in some it form sales, or fashion, right. is sales. Right. You need to learn how to talk to people and either sell them a product, an idea, an approach, mm-hmm. a, a strategy. You got if no one believes dr- in what you're or, doing, or a
0: dream, <laughs> or a dream. Sell them a dream. Selling a dream.
1: Um. But anyway, that was fun, but boring. And then I w- got uh, recruited to um, be Mayor Dan's communications director. And I just was I could not pass up by that opportunity. Old so Mayor jumped. Dan, I saw right. him last night. Yeah, yep.
0: love. That. He, he, I
1: love that man. I, I do.
0: I, I, I love him um, when he's had a couple of drinks. He's always fun to kind of chat with.
1: He's always fun to chat. And he, man, he, that guy has a mind like a trap. Like his he memory. He, he, like,
0: he's, he's he's always he's very witty. You know, he has a right. perfect kind of joke or the perfect comment. To say, you know what I'm saying? Like right. He, you know, it's just always some very witty, funny comment that, that you're like, wow. That's-
1: well, commu- so I was this communications director. So I came from the background of like, if you're going to do a taped interview, you've got to prepare talking points and practice and get, a- he was like the one hit wonder in terms
0: of, he's like, let me go. He's me- like, I'll let go. me just do
1: it. And he would nail it. And I'm like, okay, I guess we're done. Like, you really don't even need me. You're like, what do I even do here? <laughs> what am
0: I even doing here?
1: It was so awesome. And boy, it spoils you. Cause then you go on to the next person and you're like, oh my God, dude, I cannot help you. Like. You just, yeah, some this, people. Some this is people, not natural for you.
0: Some people are not good at the uh, camera or the the interview or the. It's right. funny how like you know when I first started doing politics in twenty twelve, I hadn't really done stuff with cameras or what you know. And right. I was in the radio actually. My first time I was in the radio with Casey Reynolds.
1: Oh my god, Casey! And it was his KFQD show. Yeah, it was yeah. his
0: KFQD show, and I go in and. I have, who am I? Or I have no idea what's really. Ha- all these people run. I've learned that you. All these people run for office. And whenever somebody says, "I'm going to do this," "I'm going to do that," it's all just bullshit. They they can't do anything. No, <laughs> nobody can do anything by themselves. So I, I'm like talking about the budget and stuff, and he said, Well You know what? 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 If you get elected, what? Uh, what committee do you want to be on?" And I go, "All I know is like a finance committee." And he's <laughs> sure, like, why not? He's why like, don't
1: like, I just start with finance? <laughs> he's like, "Yeah,
0: that's not gonna." Ha-. He's like, "Yeah, that's not gonna happen." Um, what else do you want to be? And at the time, I didn't know anything about anything. Right. right so I no, was like,
1: "Most people don't." I don't
0: know. Uh, Traveling, tourism, and he's like, no, there's no tour, you know, and then and then I just like kind of froze because he he had put me in this really bad. I can
1: just hear Casey trying to like, oh yeah, take you down a path. And, right? and and
0: the other one who who really messed me up, and this is to this day why there's many reasons I'm not a fan. I know your buddies with Dan Fagan, but I was on his TV show. Oh, and, I remember his TV L- show, right. Elizabeth Giardino.
1: Yeah, I remember her too.
0: And I go in there, and you know how Dan, I mean, he loves he he's. Sometimes he says he's going to reborn and he's better, but he's done that several times. But he he loves to get somebody trapped. He does that. So I'm in there, and he asked me about um, you know drugs or something, and I I said, well, I'm more of you know I don't think we should be incarcerating people for you know right. And then he goes, so you you think people should, should be using heroin on the streets? And I go no I'm, i didn't say that you know and then he basically just puts me in this horribly awkward like i don't know a what box. To do. oh yeah i don't know what yeah. to do i'm in a corner and he's like so you're saying you want people to use cocaine and heroin on this that's what you're saying right it, just say it
1: oh geez it was, it
0: was like this most horrible you know but then it's like now i'm on the other side of it and people it's just crazy how nervous some people get when you turn the camera on
1: oh to, well yeah or even right. the
0: podcast it's like people say i can't do a podcast i'm terrified I go, what are you terrified of? We're just. Well, doing a conversation. I think some of that has
1: to do with our little cancel culture we have going on
0: where well, well, one
1: misstep and you're out.
0: Well, see, but see, I, I'm, I'm currently involved in my war on woke where oh, I, God. I, I'm to the point now where people joke that, that, like, I've said so many things that any additional thing I say is really just marginal. It doesn't really matter. As,
1: that's true. You got, like, the law of diminishing returns. Exactly.
0: <laughs> so, be other people, you're right. They're worried. Do I say something? Do I, you know, if I. Say something wrong, even, even
1: unintentional. I think that's the scary right? part. Like we can all identify the true jerks out there who just say things to be confrontational or uh, offensive. But there's well-meaning people who, like, I just don't know what I can say and what I can't without well, this, causing this a is, problem.
0: This is the inherent problem right now in our society. I mean, you, you. I just got back from Ru- Russia. You know, and right. I, I spent a lot of time in Russia and studying Russian history. In the Soviet Union, people were legitimately terrified to say the wrong thing, right? Because in that case, it, you know, they'd go, they'd. Go, Police might get called, KGB, you might get deported, you know, who knows right. what's going to happen. Now we live in a society where it's like people, you can't live in a free society when people are scared to say something because they don't know right. what the consequence, that's not a free society. Right. And that's where we are and I don't even know where we're going anymore.
1: Well, like what's going on with some of the universities, I just can't
0: even believe. Oh, the, what they, they have the safe spaces?
1: Right, and the like certain speakers aren't allowed to come because they, they're, you know, um, or controversial. I'm like, well isn't that college is supposed to be a place where you go and challenge they, your mind and
0: Ben Shapiro gets it a lot. Right. They have these you know, they protest him and they they and um Shut even, him he, shut him down when he, they do show even up. Even Bill Maher was invited to speak at uh, Berkeley a couple last year or two ago. He and, would,
1: you think he'd be right up there alley. Well
0: because he's been very critical of Islam, right? So they, they lose it oh. and, and, and they cancelled him. Um, right to speak and it's like all these comedians i've heard that they're
1: like we're not doing college
0: uh, larry the cable when seinfeld and larry the cable guy are like yeah you know we're not we're together on this issue right you know something's kind of right not good
1: the other thing about um the cancel culture that i can't stand is holding people accountable for i mean within reason like from 30 years ago
0: even even like the 10-year like kevin hart those right. tweets from ten or twenty right. years I'm like ago.
1: he's evolved and grown as a person can't we isn't that what we're all supposed to strive for is to continually learn and and improve and broaden our minds yet you're you're holding I, people I, I, or, I, the cultural norms were very different back in I saw that the time. best
0: thing um a few a month ago somebody sent me an article it was the best it was so satisfying it was this woman reporter uh in sports had um written something I think it was Charles Barkley. she had been talking to Charles Barkley, and he had uh I don't know. It was off. It was like the interview was done, and he had made some joke. I forget what it was. It was something like, I, I think it was. I forget what it was. Something maybe like, oh, I would, I would hit you. I don't know. Some weird right, kind of joke some thing, right? St- stupid and, and, then thing. She, and she's like, out of necessity, out of out of moral, even though it was off the record, out of my moral duty to the public, I had to report you know report this um, what he said. And it was clearly whatever it was. It was like a joke. Anyways, some people had dug up some stuff on her from like ten years ago. And oh, no. she had made these jokes about she was in like school, and, and she she had made these jokes about her her uh, slanted eyed professor, oh, Asian professor, oh yes, oh yeah, oh, yeah, and like they came after her, and I was like, yes, oh right, Yes. that's whole
1: like don't throw stones in yep. a glass house, right yep.
0: oh jeez, like, how love awful. That. I love that,
1: yeah, but I also think that's why good people we always ask why don't better people run for office. Oh, that's who the hell would go through that?
0: It's a big problem,
1: I mean, especially for those of us who you know have some age. Uh, you know, if we're looking at the new standard, is like going through someone's like middle school memory book. <laughs> well, well, yeah, I mean, it's... well, then okay, I think we're all gonna have problems. You know,
0: it's uh, it's it's getting. And then I just saw this thing on a few months ago on Vice News. They went to all these kind of liberal arts colleges in the East Coast, and, and you know, they they book talent, comedians to come on campus, and they have these people. Their jobs now, they work for the university. Their job is to uh, vet the can the comedians and make sure they you know they. Basically, censor their set. They can't talk about these kind of jokes. And this one person they had booked, but then they had found some, um you know, YouTube video from three or four, or five years ago where they told some kind of trans trans jokes, mm-hmm. and they were like, "Oh no, no, we can't have that because our students have to be safe." Wow. Well, you know, the
1: college has changed from when I was there, and that was, I mean, that wasn't that long ago. Well,
0: you look at a school like Berkeley, which has been the bastion of historically free speech, right? and now it's the opposite it's like we we will censor we will protest right. burn, burn down you know vandalize the school even
1: even though even for people who may be truly offensive but as long i
0: mean that's I always, the I always, whole
1: point of college is to be exposed to different ideas and then learn about maybe why idea x is not good
0: well i just watched this uh Really cool. If you should watch it, it's called Mike Wallace is here. It's all about the history You know, Mike Wallace. The and, 60 Minutes dude? Yeah, yeah. And his whole from, I don't even know how he got started a long time ago, but he had this show kind of the 50s. It was like the first, he was the first one to really do like real interviews. Oh, Before huh. it was all just kind of like- The fluff. Soft yeah. balls. And he started doing real stuff. And at one point he had the, like the Grand Dragon of the clan on there. Oh, and God. he said, you know, some of you might not agree with this. I respect that, but I don't agree with it. And he got him on there and he, he really got him to, you know, admit and say some really kind of bad stuff. And he said to me, "That's good. Now you know what these people right. think. Right?
1: You you know who these people are. Yep. They, yeah. They live among us.
0: If you can't listen to somebody you disagree with, right. Even if it's abhorrent, and and then tell them why you disagree with them, then you know, what are we where, doing? Here? What?
1: Where are we? Like, it, I actually get really depressed about it. And I've got like I've said a few times, I've got three kids, and we think about college, and I'm like, good grief. Like, I hope this gets resolved by then. Like, I hope it swings back the other direction. Yeah, it depends pendulum. You know, like because that just is." I mean you 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 send them to learn and expand their horizons not uh hide in their dorm room because they're afraid of being offended.
0: Yeah, no, that's that's true. So so you did the Dan thing, Mayor right. Dan, and then you were at yoga. That's that's yep. kind of when I met you. I think you were maybe just finished with Mayor Dan. You were yeah, at yoga. If, if
1: you were 2012, that's right when I went over to yoga. So that would make some sense. That's
0: when I kind of got into the, you know, politics right. yep. more in 20 it was when I ran for the Senate.
1: Yep. So I was at yoga for almost five or six years, I can't remember. I loved it. What a great job. Mm-hmm. Great organization. You,
0: Kara was there, right? Yep.
1: So we had Kara and Sarah, which was oh, a fun. Wow. I always told her we could never hire anyone named Farah or Tara. <laughs> yeah, Kara, Sarah, and Tara. <laughs>
0: yeah. Like Farah Fawcett.
1: Right, exactly. I was like, nope, no more. We've got enough errors around here. Um, but yeah, and she's obviously still there. I'm still leading the organization and doing a good job. But um, yeah, it was a, I don't, I don't know. I just always had felt a natural proclivity for supporting resource development. And um, got my chance to go test my chops over there. On so you were oil. doing,
0: you were the com- communications. Yeah,
1: a communicate. I think I can't remember exactly my title. Communications manager or something like that.
0: I've always I like I like Ex-
1: I li- oh external affairs manager. That's oh it. there it is. Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, I like Ayoga. I like I'm very. I worked in oil and gas directly right. and indirectly with the IT stuff, but uh, very very um, supportive of resource development. The thing about Aoga that always kind of frustrates me. I think it's a it's a it's a consensus. It's a it's a they have to be. Um, Everybody has to agree, right? All right. the members have to... What's it called? Uh, uh, oh, my gosh. What's it called when everybody agrees? Oh, consensus? Not consensus, but it's unanimous. They, well, they have to have they a unanimous have, agreement. For, so. the,
1: on some things, they have to be unanimous, and I don't, I'm not going to quote the number because I'll, mis, I'll misquote it, but on some other issues, they have to have like a supermajority, and I think it's like 5-6 or something like that. Because
0: sometimes when, when, when the environmental groups or anti-development groups right. or fo- certain folks are attacking the industry, I'm just thinking, sitting here like, hit them back.
1: That's not you know yeah. hit them back
0: like hit them back, and you know, that's, a lot of it's lies and it's it's it's, it's uh, mischaracterizations right in the industry in, in my view it's like they've they're, they're oftentimes kind of scared scared to say too much or agreed totally maybe scared of their own shadow even to come back and hit them back and say this is bullshit
1: right yeah no they're very the companies themselves ab- absolutely and in the, the trade organizations do fill that role and they will like you'll see you'll hear a lot from the trade organizations in the state. As like that, the oil tax ballot measure comes up. They're going to be active mm-hmm. and they're going to be very vocal about what they think about it. But it'll be very professional, and I and and they're never See, going they, they, to. They need to like unleash yeah.
0: somebody like me, you
1: <laughs> right? Know. Or the, or like a Rick uh, Whitbeck with his Power of the Future
0: group. Mm-hmm. Like
1: that's kind of the role they've decided to fill. Is like we're going to push back in a much more because because um,
0: these groups, I mean, they're very savvy. These environmental groups. Oh yeah, they, they are they're sophisticated. They know how to, they know the social media. They know how to get the. Uh, press they know how to you know get the attention and i don't know i just frustrated it's a
1: simple message right save the whatever and we you and i know it's not that simple um there's a lot of nuance to it but a bumper sticker is going to beat well, a white I mean, paper anytime you
0: look at how successful the resource development pipeline has been for you know right the whole the fifth 50- Forty some years, it's been it's been going. It's been right.
1: I think it's like forty three years now, forty two or forty three that it's been flowing. But yeah,
0: mm-hmm. I've been on the slope. I've worked up there a little bit, and it's like you it's know, so strict. I mean, if you spill like a like a, a like a drop of coffee. You know, it's, a spill. It's, it's It's a, it's a, you have to, right. everything's very strict up there. The, it, uh, it, should, it should be.
1: Right. And it should be. And that's why the North Slope has done, for, you know, obviously there's been some incidents over the years, but for the most part, has been a model of how to have this. And, and you, you've you been up there, but a lot of Alaskans haven't. How massive it is. It, oh, yeah, I remember no, you... driving around Dead Horse and being like, every warehouse I saw was like the size of a Costco.
0: Well, and even going, like you have Prudhoe, but then you go to like a rig. Right. And you could be driving for hours. Right. Depending on if it's an ice road, or how you have to go pretty slow, or if it's, some of these rigs are w- way out there. Right. It's, and it's, you
1: just see lights on the horizon, and just the scale of it, I mean, the size of that equipment is just unbelievable. Know, it's, it's, um, but it's it's hidden from view for a lot, most of Alaskans, you know, you can't, you, unless you've, I guess maybe if you're coming in, descending over Cook Inlet, you might see some of the offshore platforms, right? And be like, oh, that's right. Oh yeah, we have, oil. All right, we have oil. We have oil and gas. I forgot about that. Um but the North Slope is just a totally different story and um it's just it's out of view. And I wonder if things would be different if we could see it.
0: Yeah, you know, like in Texas or North Dakota, I mean right. it's all of it's pretty around visible. And... You can, New Mexico I grew up in New Mexico and in southern New Mexico, I mean you go down to the midst there's those, of a boom right now. They are. They are in, right. in southern New Mexico. You have the oil, you know, the little the pump jacks. Pump jack they go up and down and then you can, yep. you can smell it too, you know, kinda of sometimes right. in hot day it's kind of there's vapors yeah, and things, that right? That oil smell down there.
1: So this is uh, those pump jacks. It drives me crazy, and I've I have tweeted or emailed various media outlets in the state many times. They'll do a story on Alaska oil, and they'll use this like stock image of pump jacks. <laughs> and I'm like, hey, just so you know, we, we don't have those. We do not use those rigs in the state. So maybe something more appropriate. And. No one ever changes their behavior, so it's like shouting into the wilderness, but it makes maybe, me feel maybe, better.
0: <laughs> maybe they should have started AOGA News,
1: right? Right. right. News from the
0: oil and gas. News perspective. you can
1: use. <laughs> we don't use these kinds of rigs. Yeah.
0: Um, so you did that, and then now, because uh, a couple of years ago, now you announced two years. Yeah. Blueprint.
1: Blueprint Alaska. Yep. That's my um, the, the company that I started with my business partner. That the, is public affairs and advocacy.
0: You're back at the agency, kind of, right? Yeah. You with Jennifer. over Yep.
1: Jennifer Thompson, so she's the you know the owner and a big uh, fan of her. Yeah, she's she's amazing. She's smart smart gal. She knows what she's doing. When we worked at that agency together, and when she purchased it, I think we had like there were like five employees there, and she's grown it to like eighteen in in different. And there's even an office in Houston.
0: I I did um, when I ran in 2016. I had um you know I ran in 2012 and then I kind of stayed involved, but I never really known at the time i didn't really i have a really good understanding of like media and how how right how to work with media with reporters and and i just didn't know at the time so i i talking to jennifer and she was you should you know i think she suggested or somebody suggested doing a media training with oh right so i did that it was i paid him whatever it was a full day or maybe half a day deal with abby hancock was one of them abby who was the um the one who moved to texas or liz um, blonde no there was there was three of them there but there's another brie woman that was really uh, sort of the sea I think oh my god what was her name but anyways it was three of them and we did, did you know kind of I learned a lot I, I learned what the big, biggest takeaway that I learned was when you're giving an interview if you don't know the answer you could just not say anything you oh. could just say I want to think about it right you could just sit there and not say they, they can't use it um, right. also you can say you know what I want to start over absolutely and I the average person has no idea I, I mean they think when the camera's on boom that's it like, like everything they're, is, like they're a hostage yes yes and you yeah. can say I want to stop I want to think about it or you can say, uh, I want to start over. I don't like that answer. I'm going to, I mean, let me right. redo it. And they have, you know. But the the biggest, the funniest thing about it was that we were doing like mock interviews. Oh, jeez. So, so Abby Hancock, what was, it, Abby, what was her name before? Abby. Uh... Cooper. Yeah. She had a different, she got married, right? But she was on the Channel 2 Yeah, l- she was, a, uh,
1: she was a Channel 2 reporter, right. So we're
0: doing this mock interview. And, um, you know, one of the questions was, you know, Je- Jeff, you're kind of known, colorful for going to Vegas. And there was a whole Speedo thing. And. You know, how can we take, you know, how how can the public take you seriously as a candidate when, you know, you have, you know, these pictures out there, whatever the question was, you know? And and I said, I said, well, I just want to say, first of all, I love Vegas. And they go, all right, (laughs) fucking stop, stop, stop. They said, they said, here's the headline. He loves Vegas. Right, (laughs) right.
1: More so than running for office. That's his
0: priority. But but I I just, I did that. And I tell people you should, if you're ever running for office or you're ever going to be in the public kind of you know you're going to be dealing fear. with reporters do right? a media yeah. training
1: and and so my big thing like I'm on I also want along with the pump jacks this quest to clarify what media training is because I have a lot of reporter friends and I think they inherently like cringe at that term like oh you're teaching people how to spin or uh, manipulate no, no, just, and it's not it's about how to if you're going to be interacting with journalists th- do it right so that both the journalist and you Get things done in a way that is productive. Like if you stumble through an interview and produce no usable quotes, they can't use that either, right? Like mm-hmm. it's not helpful to them to come back if you're in TV, for example, or radio and have somebody who's stuttering and stammering. And
0: and there's yeah. basics of right. uh, and other basics of just of just getting back to people, responding.
1: Yes, you must s- right s- <laughs> s-
0: saying okay. You know what? I don't want to do it. at least saying if you're not going to do it, say you're not going to do it. Right, but. Really, you shouldn't not do it. You can't ghost, but but people ghost, and then they wonder. It's so funny how people will to me. They will say, you, 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 "You never give us a fair shake." I go, "You never get back to me. You won't talk to me. Right. You, you never give me any information. You won't give me any quotes. Nothing." Right? What do you going to say? Oh, they're great. They're a great person. They're they're so good.
1: Right. Right. Although they're uh, so there's different. I always say there's media training like one hundred and one, and then you get into like four hundred and one stuff where you do end up. There. There's no question that different people or organizations have had an adversarial relationship with either a reporter or an outlet. And then you get into some nuance of like, is it worth participating? That's true. I mean, that, that's right. fair.
0: And depending on who it is and what they're, what they're doing, but um, it's just always, I think it's always better. Like with, with me, if, if and I'm maybe a little different than channel two or ADN or something, but it's better to uh, engage and, and that's, that
1: should be the default setting in my mind. Like you should lean toward help. Yes. But there may be some circumstances where like you, I mean, I can sniff out an ambush a mile away, mm-hmm. usually, right? Like, but I mean, that doesn't, I think our press corps up here does a pretty good job of being professional you, you, and above board.
0: You know what Scott Jensen told me? And I, I think this is still true to, to this day. He said in you know, late 90s, he was talking to Dan Fagan at Channel 2. And, yeah. and Dan said, um, Do you know what's wrong with the media up here? And Scott goes, I don't know what. And he goes, Nobody's scared of him.
1: That's true. And I think
0: that's even more true today because, um, I, I think a lot of reporters are maybe a little bit nervous to get. If, if, if sometimes you have to get a little aggressive, and right? Get the get, get get the answer, right? And I think a lot of people are, are they don't want to lose the access, maybe, or they don't want to get you know get in an awkward situation or maybe cause trouble. That but could be. I love doing that
1: though. Uh, and it's more of more so in TV up here, not as much in print. Um, but we get people who don't stay for very long
0: too. Well, yeah, and then they come up for maybe a year. And or two. they don't
1: know what they don't know, right? Um, yep. They're like, a lot of times I've had to sit down with reporters who are new and even explain to them, like they're like, they've asked me like, what what questions should we be asking? Yeah, I know. I'm like, yeah, right. And
0: then then you get good ones like Austin Baird, who's been, he came up and did it for a long time. Now he's, you know, he goes to the governor and now he's with the House majority. Right. Grace Jang. Right. Goes to the governor. You know, Megan Baldino. She goes to, was it Shell? Now GCI. You know. Right. So you get these really people that have been around for a while they get to be really good reporters knowledgeable and they figure out how things work well they get scooped up by some group well yeah double or triple
1: people don't stay in news for money there's no way i mean unless you're at the very tippy top it's usually not terrible but i mean it's it's a profession you have to really feel strongly about
0: do you ever do any of the advanced so what you talked about before the reporters are like you're teaching how to spin now there is advanced training about how to like you know here's your talking point like don't don't deviate. Don't let them try to you know put you put you down a rabbit hole, uh, and and that's harder to that that's more difficult.
1: Right? Yeah. I mean, I guess I, I, it all goes. There's just some core things that are true no matter what the situation is. Like if you don't know what you're talking about, stop talking. Would be one. Uh, yeah. Right? Like don't make things up, <laughs> or even just that's all I always say don't speculate. Like that's the worst thing you can do. Like well, if A, B, and C happens, then this might happen. Well. That is just asking the, the, for trouble. There were
0: some interviews. One of them, they told me about the examples of like a bad interview, and I think it's on YouTube. It's the uh, one of the Exxon Valdez interviews. If you're if you're watching, is it that. the one?
1: Was it the fake one where the front fell off thing? Where no, the, no, 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 the, no. no. Oh. This uh,
0: I, one of the Exxon people gave an interview, and it was just it was really bad. It was it was the the guy was just was he kind not of dismissed. Oh yeah, did, and, oh yeah. yeah. A- 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 everything you could imagine that would be bad, and you know, it's on YouTube. And I watched it. and I was like.
1: Wow. There, uh, If you if you do uh, Google like bad TV interviews, the world is your oyster. I mean, there are some that you just cannot believe that that person, the words were coming out of their mouth, right? Like who in the right mind thought that mm-hmm. was a good idea? Yeah, who,
0: yeah. So how's it going? I mean, are you doing, you have, I know you you have clients. I yeah, see you're picking up yeah. clients. So
1: I have, oh, I don't know. I've probably got 10 or 12 clients now and growing all the time. So I had uh, hired my first person. A Cassie, couple Campbell. Months ago. Cassie Campbell. Cassie Campbell. I know amazing. Cassie. is yep. amazing. She is uh fantastic and super smart and we're hiring now we're going to hire another person because we're getting busier an entry-level account coordinator sorry i'm not available i know so sorry. i don't think i could afford it anyway so, so,
0: some a couple of years or when you posted that job a while ago the account coordinator account i think manager, it was if
1: it was cassie's it was executive yeah yeah so yeah. whatever
0: so somebody somebody sent it to me was like hey the, you should apply for this and i was like mm, i'm good i was like, "I don't think that would work out i think out. you found
1: your thing i think i feel like you're in your niche or you're i am be. i am for
0: now yeah it's yeah kind of fun
1: but yeah, so we're growing and we do um, – I always say – so what, what? how Blueprint was born basically was this idea. So I worked in public relations first, which is classic public relations is media relations, crisis communications, events, promotions, publicity, all those things kind of wrapped together, strategic planning. And then I got into – when I started working for Mayor Dan, I got in more to the public affairs, like realizing how the government side of things come into play. Like, um, And then at Ayoga, I realized how they come together. So you've got, like, what's going on in Juneau or in Washington, D.C., and all the churn of legislation and policy. And then on the on the other side, you have all the public relations stuff. You've got social media. You've got um, media journalism. All, but they, they come together and they overlap. And it occurred to me and Jennifer, and that was why we decided to start Blueprint, was an agency that took both of those things into account and tried to help clients that needed help Kind of walking that path right down the middle. So, um, for example, a good a client of mine might be uh, Jennifer. Might have a client over at Thompson and Company that needs help with their um, press releases and they want to have a social media presence. But then all of a sudden one day they wake up and they find out that they're the target of a piece of legislation in Juno. And while I'm not a lobbyist, I might be able to help them rethink how they do their social media, knowing that they're under the microscope because they there's certain things that are not Mm going to translate well when um they're being so actively monitored or whatever and a lot of companies don't don't make that connection unless unless they're super savvy right like they have paid lobbyists in juno and that kind of
0: well i've worked i've worked myself with you know companies deal on the side somebody wants some help with social media or something and it's just incredible how um i'll sit down with people sometimes and they have no idea what's going on out in the world right Th- that and what and what they what they think like in their mind what's like a good idea right. is such a fucking horrible idea, <laughs> and like I just I just tell them I I just at this point I go your idea that's that's hor- we're not doing that right that's so here's what let me tell you why this is bad right let me let, tell
1: you why and, right
0: and and it's just sometimes you have to like really convince people hey here's what we're gonna do trust me this is right. how to do it right because cause you have sometimes you have really smart lawyers or really smart engineers or really smart business people and they're just. When it comes to politics or when it comes to like media, PR, they just right. they are they are, they're, they're they may, they may as well be like a fifth grader,
1: right? And uh, some days there's days I wish I could live in that sphere where I didn't worry about it all the time, but too late now. Like I'm in it, but I think about like an example would be um, if you're an organization and let's say you're asking for money from the state in some way, maybe grants or capital budget or something like that, and yet on your social media you're constantly posting all these pictures of you uh in your board like traveling to these out-of-state <laughs> board meetings like that might not be a good idea but to them it's like oh but we need to promote ourselves or, 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 or and... posting
0: you know the state should, should, state should not be doing in the private sector you know. <laughs> right
1: it, like the, there's like a disconnect like oh wait no if you knew what was how that's perceived you probably wouldn't do that but that's that's kind of the, the role i try to try to play and then oh, I just I also just do a ton of writing I've always been a writer so I usually get called upon to like hey we should, need a website you should write written. something you should write
0: something for the landline sometime
1: I used to, you know you know where I used to write it was on Fagan's website
0: oh what was that called uh, that's, the Alaska
1: Standard that's still out there yeah. if you google
0: it I think it's still archived I think I, I came across it once it's, it's yeah. yeah it was
1: a long time ago but I used to write little silly Nothing special, columns. But um I started writing in high school with my high school newspaper, and just I've always like, written.
0: Writing, I've I've figured out it's like anything, like you know, working out or. Uh, the more you do it, the yeah, better you get. The more you right? do it, yep. You know, I I go back and read my early stuff, like when I was doing my travel blog in Australia, or my first, whenever my first articles on the landmine. Right. I'm like, it's almost like cringy to read it. Oh God, I bet. You're right. Like, Ugh, You're like, that right, right. Like right. Like wow, did that's I write it's that? called
1: a it's called a comma. Yeah. Yeah. I um uh, same thing with I I feel too. What makes you better a writer is be a reader. <laughs> I know. I I read. I try to read a lot. I, I try to right. I read
0: history books a lot, and I'm it's uh. It's frustrating sometimes. Like I'm reading this book about Lincoln now. Um, which one? Team of Rivals. Oh my god, I really, love that really, book. Really, really good book. But yes. It's uh, it just frustrates me. I I feel like I'm a pretty smart person. I read a lot, you right. know, But there's words. I'm like, what does that word mean?
1: Right. What is that?
0: And I have to Google it, and then I have to kind of remember it. And right. It's uh, oh, that's a great book. Makes though. you feel kind of stupid.
1: Doris Kearns Goodwin. one. Yep. She wrote that yeah. book. Yeah.
0: yeah. And, and she, she also wrote a book about Johnson, which I want to read. Oh right. Which I heard right. Really
1: good. I fr- I haven't read that one, but I love that book, and I just I never knew. How he built his cabinet in such a it's, way, I like mean, it's, it's unthinkable. It's now. crazy
0: how smart he was, and how nobody really knew what he was doing. How he got the nomination, even how he, right. you know, he convinced everybody to make make him a second choice. And, and he was like he strategi- a dark horse candidate and for he sure. Strategically, had his people get get the convention in Chicago, and all of the folks he'd worked with five, 10, 15 years in the past, and he had done just made all these al- very serious allies by by not messing up.
1: And then to get elected and to hire or you know appoint. The people who ran against yeah, you,
0: Seward, and be surrounded was by one of the smartest. You know, a
1: team of rivals, right? Like, and, and yet it worked at this most pivotal point in our history. It's one well, of those things where you just can't believe it actually happened. Well, there's a
0: lot of, I think a lot of lessons in that book for politicians today. because right. now, it's become so divided, and it's like a, you know, us versus them, and you, you, you know, even in the legislature. P- the I tell purity
1: tests, and yeah,
0: I, I tell people, you know, some friends are in there, the younger ones or new freshman people, and I say, look, you know. What you're doing right now, I understand it feels good, it feels right, you're angry, but I said, there, there's almost certainly, if you stick in this, you're gonna need that person to help you later. Right. And you think they're gonna help you by what you say about them, the things you say publicly? They aren't gonna help you. Right. You've made an enemy. Right. And that's not good. People don't, th- Lincoln was a long term thinker. I mean, he was right. thinking about the presidency f- you know, years before he got the nomination. Yeah. Oh, I just. He did, like, the, the, big, the big, one of the big takeaways from that book is he wanted to become senator. Um, From Illinois, yeah, and back then the the legislatures chose the senators. Oh right, that's right. So he, I think it was 1854, and he, had, um, there was three. It was Douglas, him, and some other guy.
1: Oh, the Lincoln Douglas debates. That was late. Yeah, that was right, later. Yeah,
0: right. So he he um, it was him and and uh, Douglas and one other guy, and you needed a hundred. You needed fifty-one votes. There was a hundred le- legislators. You needed fifty-one, and so they were deadlocked. Lincoln had forty-seven. This other guy had five, and then Douglas had, um, I guess it was 48, uh, what is it, 47, what is that, forty, fifty three, forty seven 53, sorry, 47, so, yeah. so it, was, it was like, Lincoln had the advantage, but not by very much, right, but they, they couldn't get it, they, many, many, many votes happened. So um, Lincoln's guy on the floor, who was kind of whipping votes for him to, right. to get to become senator, Lincoln goes to him and says, you know what? Just just have my 47 votes go to I forget the guy's name, but have my 47 go to the guy, this other guy with five. And they go, what, what are you talking about? Why would you do like, why would right. you do that? That's crazy. Like you have 47. He goes, because we're not going to get past this. And if Douglas gets it, you know, he basically had a slavery. He was, at, you know, was a slavery guy. And he goes, that's bad for this. That's bad for everybody. Wow. So he instructed his guy to switch the votes, which they did. And the other guy got the. The dark horse dude. Yes, yeah, so the guy with five ended up. I forget, I forget his name. He became the senator. Anyways, that guy, the senator, and the guy, Lincoln's guy, I think his name was Webb on the floor, um, were both key pivotal characters in Lincoln obtaining the nomination in 1860. So doing the right thing. Because, because they, they felt yeah. like they, I mean, they, never, they, never, forgot. they yeah. never forgot. They never forgot what he did.
1: And how he put the interests of his state.
0: Many and, stories right. like that. And the other guy, some of like, Bates and Salmon Chase, you know, some of these guys had been, like, they had switched parties, and they had right. gone over, you know, they had made enemies, and...
1: then that was when the Whig party was the coming The Whigs, apart. and the Know Nothing
0: party, that was right. the anti-immigrant the know
1: Nothings. Part. That was, weren't they anti-Catholic, is that right? Anti,
0: anti, anti, anti-immigrant, anti-Catholic, yeah. Right. Yeah, it was basically, their whole thing was just anti-immigration, anti-Catholic. Wow. And, um, you know, the Republican Party, it's, the history of the Republican Party's pretty interesting. Pretty cool. And that's where I right. kind of... Plus, I
1: mean, anybody named Salmon, Salmon P. Chase. Salmon Chase. Yeah. Uh, Just like, that's amazing. I think
0: every (laughs) legislator, every politician, everybody who wants to do something, you know, should read that book.
1: Absolutely. It's like, I don't know if the, you'd have to have historical forces combine at the right time, which is just perfect for whenever, 1865. But um, try to build out a team of people who are, maybe think differently than you, but are well-respected in their field and- I don't know. I just, it's a great book.
0: Yeah, I, I, I tell people so, to read it. So, but
1: for, you know, I, when we say if you want to be a good writer, you should be a reader. So one summer in college, I read a like 800 page book on the a same kind of thing on the, the Theodore Roosevelt from when he was born until he became president. Mm-hmm. And and it was all uh, firsthand sources. So it was a lot of letters back and forth between Roosevelt and all the people he corresponded with and I found some writing from that time period and I sound like Theodore because I had just in, it had gone so far into my brain that I just started writing and dearest that, darling right like uh just it was I remember reading it and laughing and being like obviously that book had a bigger like back, impression yeah. on my brain than I thought other than just being a great story
0: yeah people I think people don't I think people used to read a lot more now I, it's like they read you know five minute social media post or article right. or something but they don't yeah. actually read the history to really understand the stuff.
1: Well, guilty is charged. I spend too much time on it,
0: but, but you got whatever. the kid. You got the kiddos too.
1: Right, right. right.
0: I spend time on there too. I, I got to get off. I don't know. I just it's I not... feel like I need to be on it because the landmine stuff. Yeah, you got to see what's going on. It's, it's like a. It's just like such a time suck sometimes. Like, right? Why am I doing? I want doing to read this? a book. <laughs> go go somewhere. Take a walk. Right. Go talk to somebody. How does it? How's how, How's How's Susie there?
1: She turns eleven next week. Actually,
0: so how yeah. does it work? I mean, the kids are doing the whole. They're doing all different stuff now. They don't. Even, they don't even do Facebook. They do like TikTok. Know, I don't even know what that is. I've. I've. Heard my friend in Russia, their kids on some other. It's like an Instagram. You make a video, and you, it's like kind of like, but it's like I don't a whole know. different.
1: Is it? Uh, it's not Snapchat. Or... No,
0: it's not Snapchat. It's something else. It's, it's.
1: I can't keep track of it. Frankly, I don't know. I don't care.
0: They don't do. They don't. They're, it's a whole different thing. Snapchat got big. Yeah.
1: Right. Well. The, the whole...
0: stories. Yep. Are and you Instagram? On the, are you on Snapchat? No,
1: no. I just started using Instagram. That's how
0: like just started it.
1: personally. I've been using it for work for years, but I just decided to do it.
0: You do Facebook, Susie? She's like, no, she's not allowed. No. Oh.
1: Well, technically, Facebook says you have to be 13, and 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 as far as I'm concerned, that's not happening yet. We just don't have, we don't need it. YouTube is what kills me. That the kids oh, just sit and watch yeah. YouTube for YouTube. hours,
0: and then like what you watch, it like recommends other video. You know, right. and you get this whole weird. I walk feat. by
1: and I'm like, why is Fritz watching a video about, like he started off watching something about dinosaurs, and now he's watching about something about like cataclysmic, volcano volcanic eruptions or something, which I mean, whatever. But I'm like, wait, what, like. When did that happen? Stop scaring yourself. Right. Uh, I don't know. It's a double edged sword.
0: Well, anyway, Sarah and Ward, it's been a great. I'm, I'm glad we did the podcast. It was a great, great podcast. We covered right. a lot of topics. We did. I mean,
1: it's kind. Of, I feel like it's a little bit aimless in sense terms of like we didn't have any like okay, we're gonna sit down, and we're gonna talk about A, B, and C. I don't, yeah,
0: no, I don't do that. People always ask, what are the topics? I I, I go you, your life, I, what, right? You know, whatever maybe is relevant. So, that, what
1: number podcast will I be?
0: Oh, I gotta go check. I haven't posted them for 100 and, 140 something. I don't oh, know. I
1: thought okay, and you want to do a thousand, right?
0: Oh, I want to keep going. Yeah, yeah I mean, right. I love okay.
1: It. I for some reason I thought maybe you were farther along. You've got no, a ways no. to go. No, no. Hundred and hundred
0: 130, Well, I guess if we do
1: one a week, you only can do fifty plus a year.
0: Yeah, but I mean, I was gone for a while. But I mean, on a good week, I'll do three or four or five. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Oh, I'll I didn't know down. that. I did two. Yet I did two yesterday. Uh, who? Who did you talk uh, to? Jody Hetrick, the oh, the fire, fire department. chief, yeah. and then uh, Jason Grant, Scott Kendall, Shay Seeger. Oh, about, on the about the ele- election initiative. Right and um you and then i'm supposed to I'm be in juneau next uh, pretty soon for session and I, I did a lot in juneau I, I, oh i bet that's in their, like a target I, rich environment I had, like a mobile setup there so i just go to their offices or, right oh that's you know, great I did, I did uh lisa murkowski did one with her there she was in town wow i did one with frank murkowski
1: frank h murkowski yeah
0: frank the bank yeah i've done them with uh governor dunleavy we did one i remember that a lot of legislators um my top guess who my top podcast ever is Kind of oh, weird. Geez. Libby Bacalar.
1: Really? She got,
0: yeah. She's one. She's, I think, she's
1: witty, though. I think
0: she's really good. She's really good. Really good. Great podcast. Right. She's one. I think Dunlavey's two. And I think three or four, funny enough, is Jason Bruni.
1: Well, he's very entertaining. Well,
0: I think it's because when he did it, it was right after he got appointed. We are in June. Was like, I, who is it, this guy? Well, I think it was like the anti Pebble people. Like, <laughs> oh, Ooh, what right. did he say? Let's
1: go see what he says. Yeah.
0: So, well, Jason,
1: I bet he was great. I'll have to go back oh, and yeah, listen we, to the one. Oh, yeah. He's one of my favorite people.
0: I'll do another one with him in Juno. But yeah, I. I I just it's 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 interesting how many people are like oh no I can't do that I go why like what's a big but deal but you know what
1: Jeff I think you and I would agree there are people who shouldn't do it because they would be stilted and cautious and boring well I don't want to have
0: somebody but the people I want are like the people who don't want to do it because they, they just they're some people admit like I don't I don't want to do it because I I know I'll say something like I don't I know I'll say something bad and I'm like come on let's all right do it. That, that's the whole point yeah well. This is a good good medium to reach people. I mean, these podcasts. Yeah, I agree. I mean, it's a new... It's people, a, it's still a listen thing. Radio, people still listen to radio, but the podcast is right. like so popular now with I people. I love
1: podcasts, which is why I'm like an expert on serial killers.
0: Oh, God. <laughs> All
1: those true crime ones. Oh, my
0: God. There's so many of those. There are
1: so many, and I'm like convinced I'm going to be murdered now. See, because it's, you it's, get it's a, a, you're like, wow, the boy, there's a lot of freaking murderers. It's like, and, like
0: going on WebMD right. when, like, when you're sick.
1: You're like, I have cancer. You, I have the flu or right. I have neck cancer. No,
0: I have cancer. Like you convince yourself, like, <laughs> I, when I got a surgery years ago, sinus surgery, I was... Like reading something and I, I texted my doctor and I was like, I'm reading the, He's like, stop reading WebMD.
1: Right. I know they hate it. He's
0: like, get off the internet. They do. They hate it. They
1: won't tell you that because it's like consumer empowerment.
0: He told me, you know, he's like, he's right. like all you're going to do is like scare yourself.
1: Right. Like don't, don't miss. I saw a sign in one doctor's office when I used to call on them. It said, don't mistake your Google search for my medical degree or something like that. Oh yeah. Yeah. I oh my funny. God. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. I like that.
0: All right, well, it's been great. I enjoyed doing this. We'll have to do it again sometime. Absolutely. Maybe, and, you know,
1: there's not like 2020 is going to be an exciting year or something. Right, I'd love yeah, to do another boring, panel sure. like we did with Nat. and. Yeah, we and,
0: should do that. That was the election panel after the uh, June 2nd or something.
1: Yeah, and I think it was like the field was set at that point. Right, it was yeah. just the day
0: after the, the um, deadline to file. And the best part about that was we had started recording and you had the mic and we were adjusting the mic or something, right. remember that? And you said... You said something about well I better not talk about or I bet some some, some comment about with, or, oral fixation yes. and we were live and everybody was like oh my god Sarah, Sarah
1: you- stop talking <laughs> I am a joker I I have def, I mean I'm minding my manners now but I will be very jokey <laughs> It we, was rule number 1 your the equipment is always on right and I violated my own rule
0: You know you know one more thing I'll say is we I've uh, done a lot of interviews with folks for like we've done interviews for candidates on on you know Canada profiles for for elections and and the sometimes and we don't. This was actually was, it wasn't intentional. The interview was over, but I kept talking to the. Was That's Laddie the Shaw. oldest
1: trick in the book. I,
0: I was. I didn't even. I wasn't doing the camera. Right. But but it's like the best content was when he thought the camera was off.
1: Right. They feel like the interview's over. Yeah. Oh, it's not.
0: It's it's so. It wasn't right. even a guy. It was actually really good stuff.
1: Yeah, but you can really make bad mistakes, obviously, right? I mean, there was a thousand examples of people taking the microphone off their shirt, and they're like, well. This, that, that's well, bullshit. Well, well,
0: when when Begich um, gave a press conference, he gave a press conference um, when he filed to run for governor at the, at the Division of Elections over there in Gamble. Right. It was all. Everybody was outside reporters. He was talking, and then he and then he like was done. He left and he got in the car. And the Channel Two guy was like, "Oh sh- shit, I forgot the <gasps> I forgot the mic." And I was like, I was, I was like, bro, you follow him, <laughs> follow him in the car because he can hear."
1: right oh i know Oh, could god, I'm you imagine awful. could you
0: imagine what you would get oh my god
1: oh geez that was, gives me the chills that's like a yeah nightmare. he left he
0: left he left the lav mic on, and he got in his car oh geez and, and like, I, I i wouldn't do that but i was like joking i was like you need to follow him and you're gonna like, get the scoop of like, the century like, you will get everything right
1: oh i doubt they would use it but
0: it would be funny to listen to but it though, would be huh? funny to listen to right uh, oh geez all right well are you gonna be in juno Back and forth, some okay. um, yeah. I'll see you we'll there. see I'll as needed. <laughs> okay. Well, you might be needed. You might be needed. Uh,
1: let's hope so. That's then, uh, how I make my money. <laughs> we'll give a shout
0: out to uh, anybody needs any comm stuff or. Any, and if uh,
1: there's a, a entry level person who would like to get into the world of PR and public affairs, I'm hiring. Get too.
0: all the over at Blueprint. Yeah,
1: go to my website blueprintak.com. All kind of, I do. I do little blog posts on communication stuff. And oh my gosh, not enough, but some.
0: Got to keep that content moving.
1: It's all about the SEO, right? That's right. Yep.
0: All right, well, Sarah Irkman ward thanks for coming in. And Susie over there, she looks like she's having a great time.
1: Yeah, she's like counting the minutes
0: till we're done, so, but that's Thank okay. God we're done. <laughs> all right. Keep warm, okay, Sarah? Okay, thanks, Jeff. See you. See ya. All right, folks, if you have an idea for a podcast or want to do a podcast, get a hold of me and stay tuned for the next one. Landline.